Welcome to the Pimp Your Brilliance podcast with Monique Malcolm, a show about leveraging your existing knowledge, unique skills, or passion to build a thriving creative business. I aim to show you what's really possible when you stop letting fear have all the fun and start taking action towards your goals. You can learn more about this show and subscribe for updates by visiting PimpYourBrilliance.com. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Pimp Your Brilliance. I'm so glad that you're here. This is episode number 101, and you can find show notes at pimpyourbrilliance.com backslash 101. All right, Brilliant Squad, if you remember back to episode number 99, I talked about why you need to launch your digital product versus going straight to passive sales. The main reason being that launching gives you the best chance at attracting buyers quickly, especially if you are new or you have a small audience. But the thing that we did not talk about is what happens after the launch? How do you keep the sales rolling in? And that's what we're going to talk about today. In this episode, I'm going to be sharing the one thing, it's one main thing that is stopping you from getting consistent sales and what you need to do about it. So I want you to imagine for a moment with me. So close your eyes. Imagine that you've just finished your first launch. You're excited. You've made a few sales. You're feeling like, you know, this might actually work. This digital product thing doesn't sound completely crazy anymore. You have actual dollars from paying customers sitting in your bank account. So you're feeling really, really good. Now, fast forward a few weeks. The initial excitement of that launch is over and you're ready for more sales, but you haven't had a single one. And now you're wondering, what gives? The launch went so well. People liked what I had to offer. Why are people no longer buying? And the thing is, most creative business owners who are selling digital products have no plan for making sales beyond the initial launch. They believe that somehow launching one time is going to be enough to open the floodgate of sales and keep them open, but that's not how it works. And then they're faced with a dilemma of either having to plan another launch No, (laughs) or start hustling to make those sales. And this is something that I am speaking to more and more clients about. They're feeling like every single sale they get, they have to pull teeth and they have to hustle and they have to struggle and they have to do all of the things to get it. And that's really time consuming and exhausting if you think about constantly going into a launch cycle because a launch cycle takes a lot of work. But there is a better way and it does not have to be difficult. And I'm going to stop being mysterious because the one thing that's stopping you from making consistent sales with your digital product is your lack of a sales funnel. The fact that you don't have a sales funnel is really what's stopping the flow of money into your bank account. So let's talk about sales funnels, what they are, how you make them, and why you need them. So starting at the top, what is a sales funnel? The word sales funnel sounds like a marketing buzzword or another internet trend, but a sales funnel is the process a potential customer goes through on the way to making a purchase decision. So potential customers go into the top or the widest part of the funnel, and as they go through the different phases, some people drop off, but the people who remain at the end, they buy and then they become customers. And it's named a sales funnel because the shape of this process mimics a funnel. So if you think about a funnel that you use to put oil into your car or something like that, it's that 
wide upside down pyramid shape. And as you go down, it gets slimmer. And that basically represents what happens to leads. All your leads go into the top and they just kind of start tapering off and tapering down until you get to the bottom. And those remaining people, those are now your customers, your clients, the people who have given you actual dollars. Now, your audience's buying journey is rarely ever linear. So most people need multiple touch points. It can be as many as seven. More recently, I heard nine, nine different touch points that people need with you and your business before they make a purchase. And this is why I encourage you to create content on various platforms and to use multiple formats so that you're everywhere your audience is hanging out online. But that's only one piece of the puzzle. The content is very important to help draw in people, but that's not all you need. So let's talk a little bit about the components of a very simple sales funnel. Your sales funnel does not have to be complicated. I'm a big fan of the acronym KISS. Keep it simple, solopreneur. So a simple sales funnel for a digital product has four components, a compelling piece of content, a lead magnet, an email series, and a pitch. So a compelling piece of content. This is the entry point of your funnel. Your content is what attracts people who are interested in your specific topic or your point of view. So this is why I always encourage you to have some type of main content platform. That can be your blog. It can be a podcast. It could be videos, but you should have some main content that you're creating on a consistent basis that is helping attract and draw in people. The next thing you need is a lead magnet. So think of your lead magnet as an ethical bribe. Basically, you're giving a potential buyer a free resource or something of value in exchange for their email address. Your lead magnets can take many different forms. They can range from something as simple as a checklist and they can be as complicated as a webinar or even some type of a challenge. The next thing that you need for your funnel is an email series. So an email series is just a series of emails that help a new subscriber get to know you in your business. The email series is a great time for you to tell subscribers who you are and who you serve. So that way, if they aren't a good fit, they'll know right up front and then they can unsubscribe themselves. And then finally, you need a pitch. And your pitch is where you make an offer and you ask for the sale. And it's really as simple as that. Those four pieces work in conjunction to get people to make a buying decision. Now, I do want to say this because sales funnels tend to get a bad reputation online and that has left a very bad taste in the mouths of many creative business owners because they feel like they are icky or spammy. However, sales funnels don't have to feel gross. If you think of them as a way to help your ideal client make an educated buying decision about whether or not your product is the right solution for them, that reframe, I think, makes them not feel as gross because I personally don't want people to feel duped into buying from me. I don't want people in my programs who feel like they were pressured or that this wasn't a good fit for them. So I don't use high pressure sales tactics in my funnels or even in my pitches with people. I treat my sales funnel as a way to to deliver value to my audience while educating them on their problem and how my product is going to help them solve it. And that's not gross. That's good marketing. And if you want to have a business that thrives and really grows, you have to get comfortable with selling. 
And I realize selling is one of those things that does not feel like it comes naturally to all of us. I don't feel like I'm a natural seller. However, as I've grown as a business owner and I have been able to see how my business helps people, how this podcast helps people, that has made me more comfortable with the sales process because then I know that what I'm giving to people is helpful. It's helping them grow their business. It's helping them take the next step. It's helping them take action on something that they want to do. And so it does not feel gross or spammy to sell something to someone that I really believe in and that I know can make a difference. And I think if you get yourself to reframe the sales process like that and realize that you're actually helping someone, and if you can help them take a shortcut on something that took you a long time, that has value and you can charge money for that. So that's, I just wanted to throw that in there. But why do you need a sales funnel? So I've kind of told you what it is. I've broken down the four core pieces of it, but why do you need it? Every business owner who is selling digital products needs a sales funnel in place to help turn website traffic into actual buyers. And here's why. One, having a sales funnel helps simplify your marketing. So if you think about how I described your sales funnel having, you know, the widest part at the top, that's where you're sending all your traffic. So you're creating these pieces of content that's attracting the right people. And then you are telling people, hey, I'm going to give you this free thing. So you send people to the top of your funnel. Basically, you can take all your content and all your traffic and drive them to one lead magnet. So that just makes the process of selling a lot easier because you're no longer having to hustle for sales. You send all of your audience to the lead magnet, which is the top of your funnel, and then you let your funnel work its magic. This is how passive income works. So if you've ever been curious about passive income, how people say, I'm making money in my sleep, they're using some type of funnel. And they're basically channeling all of their traffic, all of their people to a landing page for this free offer and then letting the email sequence and the pitch do the rest of the work. A second reason is website visitors may not browse deep enough into your website to find your digital products or your services. This happens quite a lot. Depending on where traffic is coming from, it could be coming from Pinterest, it could be coming from Instagram, it could be coming from search. People in a lot of ways are busy. Sometimes they're just lazy and they don't wanna look. So it's a wasted opportunity to have someone end up on your site and then they just leave. Having a funnel in place ensures that every interested potential customer is shown your offer. So if they stay in the funnel long enough, they're going to see what you have for sale. And then the third reason, new, new website visitors are often not ready to make a purchase on the first visit. A key function of your sales funnel is for it to collect leads via that lead magnet. So if you have people who sign up for your lead magnet, you will have a way to follow up with them because they have to give you their email address, which means that you can nurture them later on through your newsletter. You can put them in a different funnel. There's so many different things that you can do and experiment with. But the key here is that you'll be able to stay in contact with that person via email because they gave you their email address. So sales funnels are not only smart to have, they are necessary to have if you want consistent sales. Let's talk about some next steps. 
Now that you understand what's stopping you from getting those consistent sales for your digital product, it's time to put this information into action. So I want you to think of a digital product that you have, or maybe a service or something that you're selling right now. Map out what that sales funnel looks like from beginning to end. What compelling content are you creating to help people discover your business? That's your first thing. Content is still king and creating it is going to help you generate more sales and and being consistent with your content creation. But thinking about what content you're creating that's going to help people discover your business. And then I want you to think about what's a valuable and relevant resource that you can offer as a lead magnet. You want to be collecting as many email addresses as you can. Then think about how can you nurture new email subscribers? What can you share that's going to help build the know, like, and trust factor? So just thinking about your email series, how are you letting people know that your business is the place for them to be and that you have solutions for the problems that they are facing? Those are just some of the questions that you should be thinking through as you start working on mapping out your sales funnel for your digital product. If this is something that you're wanting help with, I do cover funnels and how to sell on autopilot inside of the Brilliance Lounge community. Membership is going to be opening soon, so now is the perfect time to get on the wait list so that you can be the first to know once doors open. And spoiler alert, we're going to be getting an app really soon, and I cannot wait. So if this is something that you are interested in, definitely join the wait list. You can find details over at brilliancelounge.com. Finally, wrapping up here, if you enjoy this episode, take a screenshot share it on Instagram, and tag me at Pimp Your Brilliance. I love hearing from you. I love hearing if these episodes are useful and how you are taking this information and applying it to your own business and your own goals. So let me know how I'm doing. And that's all I have for this week. So until next time, go out there and pimp your brilliance. Ha ha ha.